0: Love Talk Radio. Let's flip the track, bring the old school back. This is how we do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it,
1: do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. what? Do it, do it, do it, I'm on an ATV and I'm pushing by the honey. And I'm chilling with my ninjas in the tail, and she running. Can't get in the time, I'm out of
0: A button, M&G, and a couple of b makers Thank you so much for tuning into the Sasha Marina Show today. I'm your host, Sasha Marina, and you're tuned into the Sasha Marina Show. So uh, today I have a very, very cool guest. Her name is Annabelle or Annabella Goodman, and she is an actress, producer, and model, which has a lot of experience under her belt actually. And um, I mean, she she's done quite a few things, and um, and I'm so happy that she's on the show today. I'm totally looking forward to it. And, um, I mean, she, she's done so much, she's uh, she's from Jerusalem, well, I think she's Israeli, and um, she came, oh, she went to New York, she's from New York, she's gone to L.A., and she's done so much, she has a lot of uh, new things for us in store for her fan base to look forward to, she's done quite an extensive, uh, extensive amount of modeling as well as producing some things as, as an actress and so forth. So um, without further ado, I'm going to have her on the show, but we're going to have a quick break. So don't go anywhere.
1: Thank you very much. Good morning. Hello? This is Entertainment Life on The Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina.
0: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm, I I'm apologize for that delay. So, Annabelle, you're on the line. Hello, how are you?
1: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, United States, and good morning, the world, whoever listens to us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Annabella. So, uh, Annabella, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me about your journey into the United States and how you began your career.
1: Um, the journey started in a really young age when I was actually 15 and a half. Um, I flew to Toronto to meet my friends and family and I've uh, been discovered by a big agency in New York, and um, mm-hmm. I ended up signing a big contract with them, and I had to crash into three years in college into one and graduate with very high grades. And after oh, wow. doing that, yeah, it, was, it wasn't easy, but I worked really hard So my parents, they made me a, a to-do list, what not to do and what to do, and <laughs> away from this and away from that, so it. They gave me, like, they didn't want me to, I was a kid. I mean, now I'm in my 20s. When I look back, I can't believe I did it, but I did it. And um, they, I made sure to promise my family that I'll be a good girl and I'll help the family and I'm not going to do drugs and not be alcoholic and I'll be do the best I can that uh, can benefit everybody in my family, myself. And then we went to, I also went to private school on top of it as well. And okay. In New York, and um, I got really busy with traveling, doing a lot of modeling work um, everywhere. I've done Milan, Paris, New York, Miami, Japan, traveling the world, uh, pursuing modeling career. And then after okay. four year contract, they want to renew my contract, but I kind of like my big dream was to move to LA and pursue okay. my career as a producer and actress. So you did have- what-
0: uh-huh go ahead go ahead
1: I, I I like when I look back I can't believe that I was that brave to move by myself from one country to another and then uh-huh. from one big state to another big state all by myself and being a very strong woman to push forward and do the best I can and um, making following my dreams and my passion in my life which is very important
0: I, I congratulate you on, on all those accomplishments that, that you've had thus far. How, you know, what were some of those things that, that you were told not to do when when you began in the industry?
1: Okay. Um, my parents, they told me, they, they made me like a kind of like, um, what do you call it? Um, the Ten Commandments list for myself.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: <laughs> Was one study and do all the finals with high grade plus and or excellent they didn't let me get any anything less than a B or less than a um, be a good student not to do drugs stay away from drugs or people that party too hard um, stay away from don't drink <laughs> like they're very strict because my grandpa is actually a rabbi so um, they really were very strict about it because I wasn't there with them. But I had Mm -hmm. my sister, she came and sometimes watched for me, and uh, click management were helping me in my career to manage me and make sure that I'm following the rules of my parents. Uh And um, it it was just like be responsible, be a good girl, work hard, and follow your heart, but at the same time you have to have a... A degree or graduate, and that was very important to my parents.
0: Yes, of course. So in other words, just you know, there was a set of laws that, that were that were put down, you know, and you know, we'll support you if you do this, this, and this, and, and and obviously it it helped you, and here you are. I mean, all of those things are things that definitely parents should um should enforce more on their children nowadays. I I was definitely you know, um, somewhat raised that way as well. I mean, and I mean they. My parents are Cuban, you know, but it's it's um.
1: Oh, you're Cuban.
0: Different... Yes, yes, I'm Cuban American.
1: <laughs> I saw a picture. I was like, she's so pretty. She's Italian, Brazilian. I couldn't tell. You're very beautiful. Oh, yeah.
0: oh thank you, thank you. So, you know, definitely parents that are that are not American, they they really have a, a sort of different way on on raising your children, and those things, you know, obviously have gotten to got gotten us to where we are today. What That's was very- How, did you ever feel, because, you know, some kids at that age, especially you are at 16, come into a new country, um, that any of those things uh, make it difficult for you to interact with other other people?
1: Um, No, not at all, because, like, I'm kind of a visionary person. So when I was a kid, I already told my dad to teach me how to speak English, and I had my translator, and I always, like, I, I always knew I'm gonna to come to United States. I'm I'm the first one in the family actually to move here and uh become a citizen and um I'm like I'm starting a whole new generation in the United States which is a dream for my entire family. And uh-huh. um the challenges well at the beginning like I, I was speaking too proper English I think. That people thought I'm a nerd. <laughs> That like I would say sentences that nobody really say. For example, like uh-huh. oh, uh huh. Like while you were calling me, I was having breakfast. And nobody talks like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> the lingo. I, I I can totally relate with that too. I, I mean, and, and definitely, you probably noticed that the way the slang that people had in New York is totally different from the one they might have in California. So really? so yeah.
1: I know and it's fun because like every time like I talk to somebody and let's say they never met me before and I'm like, Oh hi, how are you? They're like immediately they're like, Oh, you're so pretty, where are you from? I'm like, Really do you have that that much of an accent? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can get rid of accents so easy. I don't think so. You have to train
0: no. No, you really can't. You really can't. And, it, and it's happened to me because, you know, even though I'm from South Florida, you know, from Miami, and I have that Cuban accent sometimes, you know, when you would go up north. And I right now I'm talking English normally. And for them, I would have an accent. I don't know what kind of accent, but I do. So, and it's yeah. funny because if you go to another state like Tennessee or something like that, like those people have accents. Like that yeah, English is very heavy on accents. So it's funny how they they think that we would have one when when in reality every everybody in this country has a different accent um tell me tell me tell me a little bit about your your modeling career how how was that experience for you since you started and and all the places that you've traveled all the people that you've met how how was that for you
1: um well i actually started modeling when i was a kid i always, always was already involved with fashion shows and commercials and tv shows and even um, we I was raised in Haifa so my dad had to take me every day to Tel Aviv for work and we actually had a very cool thing together. me and my dad we um, did a TV commercial together. Uh, I think I was 14 when we did it and um, the experience is well you have to be strong to be honest with you it's 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 a crazy world in a in a crazy way but if you're a strong woman or strong person, you can pass by all the negativity of the career, but people think it's very glamorous, which it is. I mean, it's always nice to be surrounded with A-lister actors and models and uh, fashion designers. And I was every day very grateful. I couldn't believe this is like a dream come true. But at the same time, I knew what not to do so I can keep myself grounded the entire time and um, stay away from the not so glamorous lifestyle of the model so that's why when i had the opportunity to move to los angeles i just moved (laughs) i said i gotta Uh pursue my real passion it's not that i love modeling don't get me wrong but Uh um i love to create i'm very creative person so i love to write or produce and put people together and create a picture and even in school like um my um Mom put me in drama school and t- acting school when I was a kid, and I would produce, I would cast everybody, I would write a screenplay, and we'd do a show in front of the entire school and the entire parents of, of the school. And um, the, I remember the teacher used to go to my mom, like, oh, my God, she's so talented. She needs to go to Hollywood. <laughs> she's hilarious. She's so, she's so creative. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I always want to do. It's also produce, but also acting, because so it's my passion as well.
0: And how? Now let's then, let's talk about your acting. Then how um, how has that done for you? And and what sorts of things have you produced?
1: Um, as far as acting, I think I've done a few pictures, few feature films. I got some small roles here and there. I did a bunch of TV shows. If you can look me up on IMDb, you can see my work. If you look up Annabelle Gutmann, uh as far as like films and TV, not everything going on IMDb, so I've done a lot of things that are not on IMDb that are more also independent. Um, uh-huh. I was even in a movie next to um, Dylan McDermott. It's called Unbeatable Herald, which they're going to do the other, second one in Miami. Um, okay. Was actually very funny, hilarious comedy. I did collateral with Tom Cruise, Um, I did, um, I produced myself, what happened after I moved to LA, I noticed that you really can't be just an actress, you can't just run around in circles to hundreds of editions and waste your time in a way, and only get maybe one And th- this is nothing that I noticed. I had to chase the people to give me a copy of my footage so I can have it in my demo reel. Well, that doesn't work so easy because they don't care about you after they shoot you. They're like, well, go find it in, online or maybe go look for it over there. Like, especially with, when it comes to TV shows, it's very hard to track the TV show that you were in because it's aired and they don't no. even tell you. One time I did a TV show, for example, and I had no idea when it was going to air and my really good friend his dad saw me on it and thank god he recorded it to show me because i wouldn't know i'm on it i didn't even know it aired so i started to produce and write and my first picture was blink of an eye uh which i did with uh, a very good friend back then (laughs) her name Mm -hmm. is diana and she always wanted to be a director and i always want to be an actress producer so we decided to write a screenplay that touched people's hearts, and it was a drama. It wasn't actually any goofiness or um, sexy, because like, unfortunately, people see me as a pretty girl, sexy girl, which I'm a compliment. It's a compliment for me, but I'm actually I would prefer to be more action or more drama because I love those kind of worlds, and I don't want to showcase myself as a bombshell. <laughs> Although uh-huh. I. I playboy three times too because i don't want people to see me at the sex symbol. i want them to see me at a serious actress as natalie portman which she's also from israel too
0: Mhm. oh yeah well, natalie portman's think, gorgeous but natalie can do any role really well that natalie portman is a very like gorgeous woman and but she can do she can do any role just as yeah. well as actually when i saw you um you know when I first saw your pictures and stuff I kind of pictured an Angelina Jolie and yes, and why be- uh uh-huh. and why because you can definitely do the the beautiful woman the seductive with the seductive eyes and stuff like that but you also have something behind the eyes you know something else that you can express so you can be you know the the macho woman or you can be you know the soft gentle a uh, woman that everybody would would want you to be
1: yeah, thank you very much. I, I get that's very uh, very often, to be honest, and like it's kind of funny, like if I go out in Beverly Hills area, the mm-hmm. paparazzi, for some reason, they think I'm her, <laughs> so <laughs> they take pictures of me, and I'm like, no, I'm not enjoying it, like it's kind of funny, I went to Mr. Chow the other day, and mm-hmm. I was holding it with my car, and I mean, my car is a nice car, but it's not like a Bentley or anything, uh-huh. My car and, like, the party surrounded my car, and I was like, oh, my God, what's wrong with them? So I got in the <laughs> restaurant, and, like, they were waiting by the window, taking pictures, and I wasn't even, I I even told them, like, oh, you guys, I think you're mixing me up with somebody else. But either, well, I get it a lot, yeah, Angelina Jolie, especially when you're
0: here. When you're here, you know that, how do you, Living through that, you know, um, and you're not even a, as well-known a celebrity as, you know, here you're not considered as such a huge celebrity as um, Antonin Jolie yet, but in living through those things that they would have to live through every day, how do you feel about that? And and if you were ever put in that position, like, oh, wow, there's Annabella, like, you know, let's go see her, let's take pictures of her, that invasion of privacy, how would you feel?
1: I, I'm prepared for that, to be honest with you, I think the day will come, but I, I actually am a very, very private person, and I would mm-hmm. not want them to know where I'm at, I would not want to be taken picture by the paparazzi, as much mm-hmm. as, I, as they help people career. they build people career too, Um, I, I, I wouldn't like it, I, I'm very private, and even if I go around, because like, even if you're not famous and you're a pretty girl, you get hit mm-hmm. on all the time constantly, exactly. so I mm-hmm. kind of like try to like be more conservative when I do my errands, or like even if I go to audition and I'm playing the mm-hmm. role of like action hero, I would wear a big mm-hmm. jacket on top of my clothes so I don't look sexy, and I would wear big sunglasses and a hat, because even <laughs> if you're not, like people will bug you if you're a pretty girl, or people will bug you, or paparazzi will bug you if you're a celebrity. Um, Uh so I didn't know I I know one thing for sure I want to be very successful in what I do as an actress and as a filmmaker as well but right now I'm young so I think I need to kind of be more focusing on acting and modeling and continue to produce movies but not put all my time into it because I did that before in between 2011 till now till 13, I just put on the side everything I was just focusing on Finishing a picture that I produced with um, a Kimber Eastwood. It's a rich, um, it's a Kimber Eastwood. It's a Clint Eastwood daughter, and Richard Lowry directed the picture. And I waste, I didn't want, to, I don't want not say the word wasted, but I invested a lot of my time and effort to make this picture. And mm-hmm. it wasn't at all to produce a film. It's as hard as trying to make it as an actress because. If you don't raise all the money up front for a film, there's always a uh-huh. So, from the, for example, when I did the movie Rapture, it's a sci fi action. I only produced it. Um, we we didn't we know the special effects and it cost us so much money to finish the film that we had to wait and raise more money and figure out a way to get it done and get it to the Cannes Festival. And we signed with a very nice, good company called uh, Fantastic Film International. They took our film to Berlin Festival and Cannes Festival and um, AFM. But producing a movie, it's a lot of work. It's a, it's something that's not going to take just one year. And I thought it's going to take a shorter amount because we didn't have a name celebrity in the film, but the content was really good, the production. The production value was excellent. Um, the director mm-hmm. did a great job. Um, and then I produced a few other projects. So I noticed when I start to produce, once I start something, I won't stop till I finish it. So I put my other passion on the side, like if I have audition, or if I get booked for a modeling job, yeah, I do the modeling job, but when it comes to like really pursue acting, I didn't have time for that as much yeah. so be those so years because I was producing. So 2014, I actually am very blessed that I started the year with... Um, New manager that I'm admiring and I'm looking forward to work with them. He's from his name is Richie Walls, and he's from a company called um, uh, Film Engine, which they are located in Beverly Hills, and they're also a production company. Um, he's a really cool manager, and he mm-hmm. gets talent. Um, and his comp- the company Film Engine they also produce, distributed the finance pictures. So he's going to give me more bigger chances to win bigger pictures as an actress as well. Um, and we also even thought that maybe we can produce some films together with my contacts and his contacts. And I also signed with a very super cool agent that I, I, adore him very much. His name is Jeff Cohen and he's with an ITA talent agency and uh MMG agency, which uh-huh. is located in New York city, Los Angeles and Canada. And he gets me like he he already visualized everything like he sees me as in one hand he's like you can do the action and the the sexy like you know in action movies there's always a foreign woman like Mila Ivanovich, or like there's always some um woman from Europe or other country mm-hmm. so, um a he, foreign
0: he was, woman. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, always like a, they almost never cast American girl when it comes to like the action hero in the film. True. Not them. <laughs> That's why I think in Jolie and Jolie, she was cast to uh, probably sixty percent of action films because she's really good at it, and mm-hmm. she we know how she acts. But um, he also see me also the kind of like the Sofia Vergara style because. She's very pretty, but she's also very funny at the same time. And people mm-hmm. love to laugh, so I, I like my new agent, and I'm really sad that I signed an exclusive contract with him, because I really believe in him, because he sees me and he gets me, and he knows the potential of growing together and make money together and build, re- continue building my career and be successful in what we do as a team. It's like a family, you have the agent, you have the manager. You have the lawyer. You have yourself. You have your hairstylist. Your makeup artist. Your assistant. You have, yeah. You have a lot that you have to work with. It's like a family that you're building.
0: Definitely, and and everything that you just mentioned is a crucial part of of your of your career of your personal career. Like you said, your lawyer, your your manager, your agent. If if you have both, you know, plus everybody else that's, that's making you beautiful to be there. And uh, and of course your your personal family, which is all the support that you really need all the time. How do, how how proud is your family for, for you?
1: Oh, first of all, they're very very proud from day one. Like they mm-hmm. they call me the angel of the family. That's why I don't <laughs> perfume. I love Angel perfume because like that was my on my bat one, My grandma gave me the angel, and she's like, "You are the angel of the family," because I was always working hard and making things happen, and very, a little ADD. <laughs> but, like, I always, like, was doing good things and, in the house and the family, and they're very proud of me, and every day I talk to them. I talk to my mom, my dad, my sister, even my grandparents that are still alive, and I hope they'll live forever. I'm um, very, uh-huh. very close to my family. So since I don't have a family of my own so I'm not ready for it, Right now, to have kids and everything. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: my my role model, my inspiration is my family, and I really want to succeed so I can help them and help the people I love and care for. That's my motivation every day when I wake up.
0: You know that um, that that's very nice. You know that you you just mentioned something fu- very funny to me. The ADD part, because ADD <laughs> is something that was created. <laughs> excuse me, was created for by Americans for our American children that don't listen to their parents, you know. And my mom yeah. says that that now after living in, in America and getting to know all these kids, you know, she works for children um in the hospital and um and she sees kids that treat their parents so bad, Annabella, like like, the kids run the parents, like, they'll yell at them, like, they won't listen to what their parents are saying, that kind yeah. of stuff, and these kids, you take them to the doctor because, obviously, they have a behavioral issue because they don't listen, and my mom's like, you know what, you don't need pills for ADD, all you need is spanking, all you need to do is to spank the child, and listen to you. Yeah. you know, but this this comes down to our parents are raised in a different culture, you know, anything out of the United States, it's, it's so much different the way that they're raised, so now yeah. she's like, you know what? And she explained something to me, just just like you, like you did, you know, that you're always up to something, you're always creating something, doing something, and and that was exactly the way she was in her country. She's like, you know what? I probably had ADD, <laughs> uh-huh. and I didn't know yeah. it. <laughs> no, but so,
1: there's yeah. kinds of ADD, uh-huh. like there's ADD that, like I have um, friends that are single moms or um, parents that they mm-hmm. have kids date one of." One little thing of chocolate, they're running all over the place. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so
0: yeah.
1: The different type of ADD. Like my ADD is more my mind and my body. Like sometimes, like I feel like I gotta do, like I can't sleep unless I really start to count down my shifts in my head, because I always think about what do I need to do next, what what what's going on, what what my next step in life, what need to be done. I always make a to-do list. I was, like, mm-hmm. everywhere. I never see the tail pretty much. Definitely. <laughs> I mean,
0: you know, this to us, this was a joke, you know, because, but there actually, I mean, obviously, there is a, a medical, like a real medical de- definition bef- behind ADD, but, you know, some people use it so lightly in the term, and my mom would be like, you know, all they need is a good spanking, <laughs> and it'll all go away. They don't need no pills. So, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, but that's, uh, oh, you like think the, like... Um, I know uh-huh. I'll like, tell you a funny story. I actually went to Israel to visit my family in uh, May 2013, and mm-hmm. they had the brisk over there to my my cousin's baby. And you know uh-huh. what they did when they do the brisk so the baby doesn't cry afterwards because it's definitely painful? First of all, I think they should do brisk with uh, numbing the area before they cut anything. But mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. I think the rabbi need to really put a numbing shot before they even cut, but they, I don't think they do it. So the baby starts to cry right away after his thing gets cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they, they gave him a little red wine, and he it was quiet afterwards. <laughs> so I think red wine can help come down too. Yeah, it it,
0: it it took his mind off it. That's that's very interesting for you to mention that. I had never, I never really knew how that that process was done, and um, but you know that's that's something very cultural and, and so you know old school that what we would call old school. You know, just very um, traditional, I should say. That um, yeah. that you know, I I thought that they'll use any sort of medication for that kind of thing, unless it's done here in the United States. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. So. So, I've never been in the United States, I would love to see how they do it in the United States, but I love the TV show Larry David, Curb Your Threatyism. He uh-huh. and um, he has so many funny episodes that I wish it was still going, because it's one of my favorite TV shows. He has have, he have, so, a um, show about a Brisk, one show that was funny, <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you, okay, so now, I mean, we're reaching towards the end of our, our interview here. Do you have um anything that you'd like to disclose, any new projects that you might have in coming out, or do you want to keep it confidential?
1: Actually, right now, first of all, if people go to my website, AnnabellaG.com, they can see a little bit more about me. I also have a calendar for 2014 that is kind of like Sports Illustrator calendar, uh-huh. um doing really well, we're doing a lot of sales with it, and um, the money that I make from that calendar, I always go and help charities that I work with, so it, I always encourage people to buy the calendar, um, and I can see pictures and resume and everything about me, but also I am working, I've been reading a lot of scripts lately, and um, the few projects that I really have my eye on that I would like to produce, and... Mm-hmm. Um, I can't disclose the name of the writer or the name right now of the film, but I do have something that I'm already working on. There are a few pictures that capture my eye, and I kind of like to make movies that's also inspirational and give you a good, positive message. So um, I'm excited about like developing those pictures and produce it as well. Okay, a lot of actors do it well, these days. I know if you see on IMDb, a lot of actors are... They're all a production company, they're all executive producers, producers, they're writers, some of them are also directors. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of things you can do in the entertainment industry. And if you're talented, you can really tap on a lot of different areas in the business.
0: Definitely. And you have to have dedication. Besides the talent, there has to be dedication.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm Leo, so I'm a very go-getter. And uh-huh. I always say... I will never stop till I make it to the top. <laughs> yeah.
0: That, guys, that's a good great mindset. It?
1: What mm-hmm. is your sign, Sasha?
0: Um, oh, my, I'm an Aries.
1: Oh, that's good. You balance. You're very well balanced. I love Aries.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're pretty fun people. We're pretty fun people, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I know.
0: Yeah, but yeah, the Aries tends to have wants to be. I I I like to be my own boss. I I like to be the boss. I like to take run the show, and and I and I like for it to be, you know, done properly. So, um, yeah, I mean that's that's why I'm here. That's, huh?
1: I'm really proud of you because I see how professional you are, and um, I'm happy to have a, a woman doing the job that you're doing it really well. And yeah, yeah, I can tell that you like to be your own boss and you like to make your own schedule and you're really good at it. A lot of people, mm-hmm. they're either entrepreneurs like you and myself in a way. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. People rather not to be entrepreneurs and work for other companies so they know they have their salary every month. You know, So there are different types of people in this world and I think every job they do, no matter what, it's a, as long as it's a job, I, I think it's a, something that's important and, and it's like something for them to be grateful as. Definitely. Line, if you go to AnnabellaG.com, dot com, you can see my. uh you can, on the top right, you can go to my Twitter page. You can follow me on Twitter. It's um twitter. dot com slash annabella Gutman. Um, I'm on uh-huh. Instagram, which is very popular right now. So if you type on Instagram annabella Gutman, you can start to follow me. And Facebook as well. I'm. If you look up Annabella Gutman, it's uh, you can start to be my friend if you like.
0: <laughs> it, it, definitely, I mean, as, as you heard, everyone just Anna, um, AnnabellaG.com, dot com, and you'll find all her information there. And if um, if not, you can also go to our website the Sasha dot com. Under our blog, and Annabella's information is there on our blog too, along with her bio and anything. I mean, we don't have many pictures of her, but she has an extensive uh portfolio on her website full of pretty pictures. So, um, you know, just check her out definitely, and keep her in mind. Um, Annabella, are you are you open in contributing with people and working with with other people?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I'm all about networking and connecting with people and helping each other. Yes.
0: So they def- they have a way to contact uh, connect with you through your website, too. They can contact you through your website? Yes.
1: If, they, they, if you go to contact me, they can fill out the information and send me a message, and I'll get it, and I'll get back to them if they want to send me a project, if they want me as a model to be in the company. Um, Actually, yeah, I'm going to say about a new water that I'm modeling. It's called Bay 5, and mm-hmm. it's the best, best, most delicious water you've ever tasted in your life. Bay <laughs> five um, you have to try it um i'm you're gonna see all the modeling pictures probably within less than a month. we're doing the shoot, but um, yeah, under contact me, they can send me a message, they can send me a message on Twitter and also Facebook as well okay, perfect,
0: so Anabella thank you, thank you so much um, I'm not sure how you say thank you in your language, but I gracias for for being on my show and and for your time and for, yeah, for sharing your talents and everything.
1: And just I want to inspire everybody. Just never give up on your passion because you will succeed if you never stop. Just keep on moving forward till you make it. And I, Howard Stern is a great example. It's his birthday, by the way. So happy birthday to Howard.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, thank you. Thank you, Annabella, And you have a great rest of the weekend. And I, and I wish you luck and continued success on, on your upcoming projects.
1: Thank you very much. Have a beautiful day. Where are you at, by the way?
0: What city? Uh, Miami, Florida.
1: I love Florida. You <laughs> have a good How is the weather over there.
0: Well, right now, today, today it tends to be an ugly day. It's, it's been raining and cloudy. You know how Miami is. But the past yeah. couple of weeks has been nice and, and chilly. And, you know, chilly for us is like 60s, <laughs> 70s, because we're so used to the 80s and 90-degree weather that anything below 70 is cold for us. So, yeah. um, but I think there's gonna be a cold front coming soon, so I'm looking forward to clear skies again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's I love my. I used to model in Miami a lot, so whenever it was freezing in New York, I would go to Miami. <laughs> I love Miami, it's, it's a beautiful place. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you, you. Sasha, You're beautiful. I really appreciate your time, and thank you for the interview and. I I love your blog, and I recommend everybody to sign up with your blog, Sasha Marine Show, if I'm right.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh, the and Sasha Marine Show.
1: Just follow <laughs> as well, because she's an amazing, beautiful, talented woman. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Annabella. You have a great day.
1: Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye. So that was Annabella Goodman, um, pretty awesome woman, as you all can see. She's very aspiring and... Uh, and, and, you know, in her, in her career, she's aspiring for many things and an inspiring person, um, as as you heard her words there. Um, just make sure to check us out, the Marina show.com. Check out our blog, and you'll see um, in full there. Also, um, remember I've been telling you guys to vote for the Sasha Marina Show and the local10.com? Well, we're currently in first place for radio stations here in South Florida, I totally, totally appreciate you guys voting for, for, for me, for, for this, for this movement. Um, but you can still continue voting once every day. You go to vote.local10.com, um, search the Sasha Marina Show, and you vote for uh, Best Radio Station. So um, thank you so much for keeping us on top. And um, I don't know, just I, I really appreciate it. I was kind of shocked when I found out yesterday. So, so yeah, uh, thank you once again, and you guys stay in touch. All right, bye-bye.